Welcome to this week's Green Side Up. This is Richard Henschel, horticulture educator for the University of Illinois Extension. And this week I wanted to talk about what's kind of showing up in the mailbox about now, now that the holiday cards have slowed and the catalogs have slowed down. And that's all the garden catalogs that uh, you get in the mail. And, and of course, whenever you get them, it kind of lets us dream big, if you will, because uh, every catalog seems to show better and better things to uh, that are look more mouth-watering or more beautiful it's if, a, if it's a flower. So uh, it really lets us uh, um, think big, as I said, in terms, uh, in terms of gardening. Uh, so depending upon your level of gardening, it seems that every gardening catalog has your name and address. So depending upon your level of gardening, you know, those, those catalogs are going to arrive frequently and quite possibly, you know, more than one a day uh, in the mailbox for a while. And it, it used to be, you know, whether you got a vegetable catalog or a fruit catalog or a flower catalog uh, as individual crops, you know, there was something in there uh, that was, uh, I say, looks good and the descriptions are great. And, of course, the catalogs now uh, seem to include everything, including, uh, uh, you know, the garden gadgets, the, the accessories, the ancillary things that might make our gardening a bit easier Catalogs are now offering, in a lot of cases, you know, heirloom vegetables whether or flowers or even heirloom fruit trees. And I got to say, these, some of these heirloom varieties can be very tasty. Sometimes the fruits don't look so good, uh, yet the flavor uh, can be outstanding. So it's always nice once in a while to um, try out one of these heirloom varieties or an heirloom flower and compare it to some of the more traditional flowers or vegetables you've been growing. Uh, and do a little taste comparison or, or visual comparison right out there in, in the uh, um, yeah, right out there in the beds. Uh, one point I would only that I would share on heirloom plants, no matter what they are, is heirlooms come from some of the original genetics from historically uh, much older varieties or native plants, and with that comes the question of how insect or disease. Uh, resistant they are. So just keep in mind that sometimes while they provide us some great flavor and, and or look great in the garden, uh, they may have more issues with diseases and insects compared to some of the newer newer varieties. Um, it used to be that, uh, for example, peppers were you got a green one or you got a red one. Um, and now they come in all kinds of colors, uh, yellow, red, purple, orange, so you can experiment with those. Uh, they look uh, spectacular in salads with all that bright color that they give. So that might be something to consider. Uh, another plant that used to be just green was Swiss chard. And now it comes in shades of pink, orange, yellow, gold, white, and even purple. So again, we have many choices uh, when it comes to our, our vegetable uh, plantings in, in the, the vegetable garden and, and the same can be said for a lot of the flower varieties that are out there as well. Uh, and along with Swiss chard now, the way they've developed them, besides the bright colors, the stem is not nearly as thick as it used to be. So uh, much more of the leaf and the leaf petiole, if you will, is uh, can be used um, and used in salads and cooked up, as you might say, use uh, spinach. So you have a, a lot of choices out there. Some of our small fruits, uh, like strawberries, they come in varieties or shades of red now. Um, small fruits can be plants besides strawberries and raspberries now. 
plant beaters have had good uh, luck transforming smaller fruits like currants and gooseberries and aronia into well-performing perennials that give us a nice fruit. Um, rhubarb and asparagus are also great additions to the garden if you've got a space where they can be permanently planted because they are a perennial. When I mention the catalogs and garden gadgets, man, it's just those catalogs are just stocked full of stuff from seed starting mixes, markers, and more. Uh, you can buy uh, seeding flats, individual cell packs, uh, uh, expanding pellets, uh, soilless media to start your, your, all your seeds in. Um, you can find out uh, and buy structures that extend our growing season, either in the spring by getting out and being able to do things under row covers and, and uh, weather protection type devices for the, to get out and start the garden before, before the last of the frosts are gone. And most of us think about season extension when it comes to what's happening um, in the fall of the year, but the same can be applied to the spring of the year if, if you'd like. Um, one of the things that's always should be done, but very few of us get a chance to do it. If you've kept a gardening log, you ought to review that because you don't want to make the same mistake twice. Maybe the family didn't like uh, that purple snap bean that you had, and, and so let's not order that again. Or maybe they had uh, issues with the variety of okra that you planted. Uh, so uh, review that if you if you can before you go out go out and really reorder reorder your seeds for the 2021 season. Um, so as a reminder, as I mentioned on the last program, seeds in, in uh, 2021 are going to be short, so make sure you go out and get the varieties you need. Don't overbuy so someone else gets to garden and get the seeds they're looking for this, this year in 2021. Um, it should be an, in, an interesting growing season. We've already seen uh, uh, strong demands for seeds, so just make sure you get them as you need them, but don't don't get carried away. So this has been Richard Henschel with this week's Green Side Up. Always a pleasure, and I'll be back again soon.